cultist i'm mikey the e stands for evil and i'm the gamer in yellow and we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta and be critically silly doing it tonight we have scps guys we're done in january yeah, oh. finally <laughs> <laughs> until next year <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah we're doing uh, scp three can, can eight I book nine. Uh, january off tomorrow or next week, next uh, uh, next year, <laughs> next week, sure, yeah, next week, yeah. January of next week, yeah. <laughs> I understand it was a bit of a it was a bit of a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're doing SCP three eight nine eight. It is uh, by our uh, by Cadaver Commander uh, from from the SCP Foundation, um, and I guess I'll just dive into the rundown uh, that I have here. So. SCP-3898 is an admiralty anchor that shows signs of degradation similar to ocean weathering for, uh, for several hundred years. Um, it is to be contained in a container space of 15 by 15 by 15 meters. Use of remote-operated restraining and pacification apparatus for subject retrieval, as well as an automated cleaning system for the purpose of removing various constraints, or sorry, various contaminants from the anchor uh, are applied as you don't want to get, you don't want to go too close to this thing, like into its zone of influence as uh, it exerts psychological control over individuals within its zone of influence. Uh, Most of it stemming from like depression, like symptoms. Uh, Usually as long as the D class test subjects don't make physical contact, they make a full recovery uh, from these effects after a grace period. The exception to this rule being Subject 13, who um, apparently had a conversation with whatever presence is on the other side of the anchor's transmitter. Um, They then reject whatever offer the presence gave. Uh, It was kind of a one-way conversation uh, from the view of the on-site researchers. Uh, And then destroyed his own eyes with his thumbs without hesitation, uh, not wanting to see what presumably cannot be unseen. Without flinching or anything either. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, nope. <laughs> like he, uh, this is in a sanity in a, in a in a Call of Cthulhu scenario. This is be this would be the the NPC who had already like cut out his eyes so he didn't have to see the strange angles of reality, <laughs> uh, and would have done it like without screaming or or pain because the the true pain was seeing the real the the real world <laughs> as it as it is and not the the thin the thin veil that humanity sees. Um. So then there's the uh, so that, that that that's just from like the non-touching like non-contact um tests that they ran. They also ran contact tests. Um and they're a tad more lethal um, with sub I have a I have a comment on that actually in my my actual thoughts. <laughs> um but yes, yeah, basically okay, they, they yeah, yes, it does <laughs> it does look like they just suddenly become water. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. Um to yeah, and the other, and that that's the one uh, end of the range, and then the other end of the range is like seawater and even sea life in various stages of life and death, replacing crucial parts of their anatomy, <laughs> um, or, or or just constantly filling up their lungs, <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, 
the exception to this rule of like contact being lethal is subject 58 who has a conversation with whatever presence is on the other side of the anchors transmitter <laughs> unlike subject 13 58 um agrees to the supposed uh, same arrangement proposed by 13 or proposed to 13 and lifts up the hefty 350 kil- uh, kilogram anchor raising it to the sky before vanishing out of his clothes and the test chamber entirely uh, to parts unknown, leaving the anchor uh, to fall down onto the chamber floor. Along saying, with his I accept the burden. Yeah, yeah, he did a he did a proclamation and then vanished. Um, I, I accept the burden kind of thing. Investigation is ongoing regarding the connection between this SCP and the other cadaver commander SCP entries. Uh, it doesn't actually say that, but it's like that's basically the gist of what it is of what, of what that statement is. Is that like it's the other SCPs that C- Cadaver Commander has have have included into the SCP because they're all kind of connected and linked in certain ways. Um, but yeah, that's the rundown for for SCP three eight nine eight. So, uh, do, do we have a grammar inquisition, guys? No, um, I have one it sentence. Okay. <laughs> an it sentence. That's not a story. <laughs> and now an it sentence with Mikey. The E stands for evil. Take it away. The intro might be wor- uh, wasted on this, but that's fine. <laughs> it has displayed no material or chemical abnormalities and yields to sampling and destructive testing as expected. Finn. I really do need to get like some sampling of of like of of, of uh, finger snaps for for those. Yeah. One day I, I might actually go in and add in like bongo music as he's put, as he's doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, effort <laughs> to uh, to to follow in the footsteps of another podcaster. Um, but yeah, I guess we will then move on to actual thoughts. So uh, I'm gonna start with this thing here uh, this is re- uh, this is really just regarding the uh, the remote operated restraining uh uh arms and armatures that they use and apparatuses um like specifically the one uh from uh from proximity test 06 20 2014 uh in the immediate effects thing subject begins to sob verbally expressing personal regrets and lamenting her inability to recall the sound of her brother's voice this continues for about 4 minutes for approximately 4 minutes before the subject spontaneously loses consciousness, uh, secreting tears and twitching occasionally. Subject removed from chamber via remote operative, uh, yeah, remote operated retrieval system after six minutes and twenty-two seconds of total exposure. Anybody else just kind of picture like a large claw game machine? <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a secondary one, which is like a Windex dispenser, just like. Clean up the mess, or clean up any like <laughs> excess materials. <laughs> uh, it's probably pretty it, accurate. Yeah, and then my second comment to that was like, is Boston Dynamics just an SCP front, <laughs> like for for like yeah. their, for their remote <laughs> operating uh, retrieval unit manufacturing? <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> no, it's Boston Town Dynamics, the the uh, the corridor <laughs> digital uh, uh, short film uh, mockups. <laughs> Yes. God, I would love to see Corridor Digital do some SCP Foundation stuff. Some of their stuff is already kind of SCP-ish, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so, uh, anyways, on to my next one. Uh, this is, uh, same for... 
Okay. No, this is yeah. This is actually from the same. <laughs> this is actually from the same proximity test. Uh, this is from lasting effects. Uh, symptoms of major or yeah, so yeah, symptoms of major depressive disorder lasting approximately three days with occasional manic episodes. No treatment necessary. Um, and this is like the the kind of the recovery times after um, D subjects are uh, like are done testing and so like the, some of the lasting effects and then how they uh, are treated afterward. And it got me kind of thinking when so when a, a D class gets used for a test and survives, do you think the SCP Foundation uses them again in future tests? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That, that, I, my my hope, my thinking would be that they wouldn't because it would contaminate uh, like, the. Yeah, uh, again, yeah. No, no. Continue. Yeah. Because if you use them again, you don't know what actual lasting effects are affecting them that you don't know about. So you can't really do a proper control test with someone who's already been exposed to um, some sort of SCP entity because you don't know they're not a true baseline human. You don't know what's been fucked up with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, that that's that's exactly my point here. Is <laughs> like, I, it, for some reason, this got me thinking. Is like, like, are we are they going to use this? Are they going to use? Um, I think it's O three or maybe it's just O one. Um, yeah, they're going to use this this D class again because like they they survived this and like they 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 come back they've come back healthy. It's like no, I don't think they would because like that, that yeah that would like you said that would totally ruin uh, that would cross contaminate possibly <laughs> or it would run the risk mm-hmm. of that. So um, yeah, no, it just it, this just kind of got me thinking about like the uh, the resource assets that are D class <laughs> people. Also, if they're one time use consumables. Yeah, exactly. Even even if they survive, yeah. Also, I do kind of find it funny that they're the because um, like D class age uh, D class uh, test subjects are like generally criminals um, and like incarcerated um, individuals. So I find it kind of funny that they uh, like because like not not to not to like blanket statement over incarcerated like individuals as a whole, but I might end up doing that inadvertently. Um, in that they, I I feel like they generally don't have the best like psych record, <laughs> so like trying to get their like psychological um, gauge when coming into contact with something like this, like are they the best types of subjects to be doing this? <laughs> no, but it's the only type of subject you can use. It's the only yeah. ones you have that are expendable. That's true. Yeah, they're not willing. And fortunately, the SCP Foundation is not so cold as to use like normal like or not normal but like uh i guess psychologically healthy people <laughs> mm. they're they're just they're using what they have um, also mikey do you want to argue your point that they'll use them again uh yeah well my my thought process if they survive one how many more can they survive <laughs> how many <laughs> see now, but then you fall into the into the uh into the uh the little like that little saying of um you live long enough to become the next scenario <laughs> or you live long enough to become the next SCP fa- SCP entry. <laughs> I mean, that would be an interesting SCP entry. I'm just going to say, yeah, well, yeah, it would totally work. Some D class guy who's been through like 50 different SCPs and survived and survived <laughs> because of that. He's like this weird, like abomination of like weird little like mutant powers, but he's still yeah. basically normal. God, it's a SCP redacted. The veteran in quotes. 
<laughs> he just he just sits in a in like in like kind of like a like they've 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 uh, they've done up his room like the uh, the the kind of the apartment uh, like test room from uh, from Portal Two, where like Shell wakes up and like she's in kind of like an apartment, but it's all a facade and like a test chamber, and she he's just like sitting there on couch or like just like chilling and like with a smoke, it's like I've seen some shit, man. <laughs> Yeah, pretty accurate. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if that doesn't exist. It should. Yes. Yeah. Guys, whoever's out there on the SCP Foundation, get on that. <laughs> Unless in the actual lore of SCP, they don't reuse the test subjects, in which case, don't do it because then that would break the. I mean, there can, be and lore and there can always there can always yeah. be exceptions and anomalies. Well, it, it could be a prequel scenario before they came up with that rule. Yeah. Oh, like this guy is the reason that they, they do don't that. reuse them anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because like I, oh, I assume, yeah, because um, like I, I kind of imagine like the SCP Foundation. I don't know for some reason like it always like I kind of like so, like I think back on like um, maybe even, like because of like pop culture and stuff like I, I think of the SCP having like um, been around even like around the times of like the fifties and stuff, and like thinking on like fifties and sixties and seventies government like experiments and projects and stuff like that, at least in pop culture. I just imagine, like, yeah, like the early days of the SCP Foundation when they were doing tests, running tests and stuff, and it's just like, hmm, well, let's let's reuse this guy. He seems to be uh, uh, healthy. We just uh, slapped him in the face and gave him a uh, gave him a cigarette. He seems fine now. Let's let's put him through again. <laughs> and then, like after like the fiftieth test and the fiftieth slap and a cigarette, he's he's become something more than human. <laughs> but yeah, uh, good good fodder for like an SCP story. Um, <clears throat> As sort of like a, a prequel to the D class uh, protocols that they have now, sort of the yeah, uh, maybe the, they weren't even called D class then; they were called something else. Yeah, may, maybe D class like stemmed from like the guy's name was just named like Derek <laughs> or Damien, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or or Richard, <laughs> just a Dick, <laughs> just to have like a little bit of like dark humor to the uh, to the entry. Uh, but uh, I guess I'll move on to my my next. Uh, quote here in my or my next comments here so this is regarding proximity test 10 16 2014 and like just the um the 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 effects like the depressive effects and the the control that it seems to have over the um uh over the uh the agents since or over the the d-class um entities and, and like when it's talking to them and stuff this is i believe uh uh scp 13 or this is uh d-class uh d-class subject 13 um so I like the level of escalation that we get here and the way it illustrates the object's like nature and influence. Not gonna lie, I've been I've been playing a lot of Mass Effect recently. Um and these these tests felt a lot like how the Reapers uh do their indoctrination powers. Um just the the psychological control the machine aliens in that series have over organics when in a pro- when, when in proximation yeah, when in proximity to the machines or the tools that they employ to in, uh, their influence through. Um, but more than that, I can also see like that kind of like control being u- like, that kind of like instance in con- of control and like contamination over the mind of a human uh, being straight up like a Delta green or call of Cthulhu game, like style horror with the object being just like this um, being, being a conduit for some outer force to influence humanity. Um, Sort of like a, a median or a conduit. Oh, hang on. Have I gotten? Did I have? Have I had this D class guy like named or numbered wrong? Probably. 
I think it's 09, not 13. Is it 09? Why did I think it was 13? Okay, well, sorry. I apologize. It's 09. Uh, maybe future me will just add 09. <laughs> Whatever I meant to say, 13. <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, 09 is a perfect example of the t- like like I brought up earlier. 09 is a perfect example of the character in a in a Cthulhu game or a Delta Green game uh, who starts seeing the sanity, like the insanity of reality, um, and like the truth of the cosmos, and then denies the premise of it, like by just like no you, and then gouges their own eyes out or like removes their sensory or the sensory organs that are that are now suddenly able to perceive that that truth. Um, because they just don't want to, they don't want to know that stuff anymore. Um, yeah, this event for me, like, uh, was kind of like a turning point in the story because, like, so far, like, okay, like depressive moments, like, all right, like this thing's like exerting some some influence over people, and then this one is like, oh wow, he's talking, he's actually talking to something, right? and talking, and it's talking back. Um, yeah, the event reveals like that whatever is on the other side of the anchor is not only aware of the SCP Foundation. But is also like aware of its op- their operations and kind of like scoffing a little bit at it, um, and maybe that's just the 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 personality or the the the, um, the from from the perspective of of the D class that's that's talking and like kind of we're like kind of the uh, the mouthpiece um, because again like he's uh, some uh, some type of criminal of ill repute so like his um, personality is kind of filtering in whatever. Um, whatever message we're getting from the, the presence beyond the anchor. But all in all, yeah, this felt very Lovecraftian to me in terms of its like vibes and such. Um, and then we move on to the contact tests. So just regarding these, these were all pretty crazy and, and, and fun preternatural death scenes. I found when I was reading them, I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Um, but here's the ones that kind of stood out to me particularly. So, uh, and this is, so this is from, um, this is subject 13. Sorry, that's where I got 13 from. Um, so this is uh, 13th of April, 2015. Uh, subject was, uh, let's just call them 13 because the other, the rest of it's like 3898. Uh, subject's body is instantly transmuted into an equivalent volume of clear fluid, which loses cohesion and splashes to the floor of the containment chamber. A sample of this fluid was examined and determined to be seawater with living microbes Consistent with those found in the epipelagic zone, yeah, the epipelagic zone of the mid Pacific Ocean. So, thirteen, like to me, like this wasn't like for for some. I like I I read like oh, instantly transmuted, and then like to the equivalent of this fluid of water. To me, that like I just kind of I kind of got the sense that it wasn't so much transmuted; it's just teleported in a way where it switched places with the equivalent mass of wherever it was. So like it just he teleported or, or they teleported and switched places with that with the with their equivalent mass to seawater. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wonder if he was transported to the uh, chamber. Oh yeah, one, yeah, that's or, that's what I was thinking. Or like close by. The chamber's not full of water though. But yeah, there's I, a caveway into it that's full of water. So transported there, and then he has to swim up. Yeah, if he wants to survive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and that could be a really interesting uh like narr- like story or side like side story kind of thing that you could have like as kind of linked to this and linked to that cave one where the deep sea divers that are like exp- like checking up that cave or like that are monitor maybe the SCP foundation guys that are monitoring that cave 
um, suddenly just see a random dude just like pop up in the ocean nearby, <laughs> like pop out through the cave funnel, like through the the fluke that um that goes up the uh, that goes up to the into the cave, or again just like some random sea divers or fishermen in the Pacific who just like randomly pick up this dude who just appears in the in the ocean. <laughs> um. Yeah, they're just like it's it'd be basically. I could see it ready when this when this person appears. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to figure out what happened, like how this happened or whatever. Like maybe trying to recover the guy if he's still alive, or recover the body, like figure out what's going on, and then having to also deal with the intercept recovery crew from the SCP. Sort of have like kind of a um, a bit of a miscommun not a miscommunication, but just like kind of a out of context event happen where like the player characters would not know the intentions of the SCP guys and generally the SCP folks are all about like keeping things under wraps and covering up things. So like they might try to like deal with the um, deal with the people that are in the, the witnesses like with uh, excessive force. So like that could basically be the start of the scenario is like finding this person or their body like or talking to them or like finding out how they just suddenly appeared in front of the scuba divers. And then, you know, having to deal with a, uh, with a black ops, like coming at them (laughs) sort of be like the supernatural it's not actually a supernatural scenario in what you're in the antagonisms it's just the supernatural thing is the catalyst for the the rest of the scenario yeah Um, i can see that cool uh and then there's so and then the the other ones are are pretty i don't know like uh, (laughs) strangely enough like i don't know why but like it's like uh the other ones like that we we see which are like the the guy who like just instantaneously dies because like seawater and and sea life is inside of his body where it shouldn't be, or um, the person drowns because the, his his lungs just keep pouring up water. Like I hate to say, like I I found them enjoyable, but like I have really nothing to say about them otherwise because they're kind of like I gotta say you're getting a sick amount of joy from this story. It's it's sort of a, like a gallows humor to me, like because there is, I mean, like it's SCP. Like I I think there's for me there's a a precedence like when it comes to SCP. It's just like the same kind of like dark humor, like gallows humor that you get from um like those like like the portal some of the portal stuff where like uh it's like oh yes and uh, like test subject will will do the test and then and like you see like the person like like do the portal like too high and then like break their legs and then the the machines just like push them into the incinerator <laughs> rather than rather than help them it's like that kind of like dark humor in the in the scp foundation um and then yeah so like the uh those 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 death scenes uh, i hate to say that like i don't, I don't mean to say this but it, like it felt like i've i've seen that kind of thing happen before so it was kind of like old hat <laughs> Or that wasn't as for for me. It did, they didn't stand out as much to me as like the first entry, which is the uh, subject thirteen, or the last one. Um, like in terms of like giving me ideas for like inspiration for something, or like to like think on them. Um, they're certain they're kind of cut and dry to me. You've seen shit where a dude's lungs have been magically, um, like there's a magic portal in his lungs that's constantly filling them up with water. Yep, in D and D. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like I said, it's it's like I I don't. It's not that like I I don't appreciate them. I do like I I do find them interesting and like oh god, that's terrifying and like that, that's a that's a a weird way to die. But I've kind of seen it before. Whereas the other ones, I like I had some more thoughts on them than the other than the previous ones. So um, I'll just move on to the next one. Uh, so the next one is uh uh oh nine October twenty fifteen. 
Oh, no, sorry. That's not that one, actually. Sorry. That's the uh, the drowning one. Um, 06 September 2015. This is uh, D-Class 34. And uh, Subject's body is entired, in, in its entirety is crushed into a fine paste by a swift, sudden impact from above. Origin of force unknown. Impact energy estimated at roughly 400. Is that kilonewtons? What, what yep. is KN? Did I actually get that right? Kilonewtons? Yep. Okay. Um, no information obtainable from remains. Oh, did yeah, I get it wrong? Okay, cool. Kilonewton is correct. Okay. So at fr- at a first glance on this, I was like, okay, so like maybe the admiral, like the the the, the thing beyond the, the on the other side of the anchor, just like <laughs> in like exerted like a, an invisible fist. <laughs> um, <clears throat> or the other idea that kind of came to sprung to mind is like, I wonder if this was perhaps the compressive effect of being at the bottom of the Marian, like of, the, of that trench, like at the bottom of the ocean, like that, those compressive forces of pressure without oh, yeah, just the actual the ocean. Yeah, like it's like basically the pressure of the depths of the ocean without having the actual ocean. And then like just touching the effect, like touching the anchor gave a link to that and then just like crushed the... It depends if that kind of uh, pressure is um, vertical down like that or if it would be um, like an all-around pressure. Which is yeah. what I feel like it would be, honestly. Like if you squished yeah. into like a ball, and then that little meatball fell to the ground. God. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh god. <laughs> also, I think some of my laughter and like like my like my side laughter on this has been just like because if I wasn't, it was just like oh god, this is horrible. <laughs> like it's it's just so like bizarre the deaths. That's kind of where some of the humor is coming from because like I can't help but laugh because otherwise like it's. Like that's the only reaction my body's kind of giving me for this. Other than that, I'm just a sick fuck. <laughs> or that's and like probably a, more accurate and, a, and a, a horror movie gorehound. So who knows? Because <laughs> um, like again, I can see this like being like I, I kind of saw this like almost like through like uh, the lens of like Cabin in the Woods style movie or like like just a movie where it's like kind of like bureaucratic horror where they're just like sending subjects in. It's like all right, test subject number thirty four crushed. All right, moving. Uh, clean up the uh, the zone. Let's put in the uh, number thirty five. <laughs> like just that kind of like terrible, like but also kind of like almost just it's it's funny in how mundane they are treating this horrific bullshit. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, the uh, the you you do put up a point uh, on on the uh, on my uh, like the compression force kind of thing. It's like it should if if that was the case, it might be more like that. It just like all came around from all from all sides rather than downward so like maybe just the 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 presence on the other side is exuding some uh some force of will there Mm -hmm. although that would be the the only one that's not just related to the sea directly if that's the case Uh, unless um again the the force is directed from the bottom because like the guys at the like for all intent for like a split second he was at the bottom of the ocean and just got crushed like with by the he was crushed by the weight of the ocean's depths. Like that's maybe what it's trying to do. I don't know. It, it's again one of those things where it's a, a sort of um, uh, we don't have all the details and we're not supposed to because that's what makes it weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this one had me thinking about like the uh, how horrible and, and weird the uh, the uh, the death was. Uh, but I will I will move on to the uh, my last. Uh, note for uh, before I go into a uh, another segment I have, but and and I'll let you guys obviously talk after that or before that uh, okay. regarding incident report three eight nine eight zero one. 
Um, and this is the uh, the the guy who um, touches it and doesn't die, uh, but has a conversation with whatever presence is on the other side and accepts the burden of the anchor and then vanish and then like raptures away basically. Um, so so the, and I like how I love how this this entry like has kind of this kind of is a continuation of my escalation comment from before. I do like how this scenario this this uh, SCP entry escalates. Like we get small things first then we get the 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 denial the pre- the denial of the offer sort of thing uh where like the character talks to an entity and denies their premise and then we get the contact information the the contact tests which have like varying very again escalating the um the results of tests but then we get this which is not which kind of is an anomaly among those contact tests and goes further because the character rather than reject uh, after conversating conversating is that even a way to say no. that? while talking to the entity like number nine did this this individual 58 uh I believe it's 58 decides to accept the offer rather than deny it so we get kind of like the full range of like outcomes throughout this entire series throughout this entire entry um and i don't know man like i just really like the um the connection like between like because like, it it has the um I remember, like, after, when this when this happened, like, when the guy, like, I accept the burden, or, like, I deny the burden, or I, I do not accept the burden kind of thing from the from number 9 and, and, and 58, it, it reminded me of our talk from, uh, I believe it was C8, it was the, uh, the, 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 the cavern in the, at the bottom of the trench entry. Um, 3893. 3893? Is it 3893? 3893. 3893. No, actually, I have it here. It's it's 3893. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, no. I, this is 3898. I know that. The one you're talking about is 3983, though. Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. So regarding seemingly a connection between this entry, SCP-3898, and SCP-3893, the, the cavern with the uh, the body pile that, like, the, the, the uh, what is it, the character creators uh, like, uh, scenario? Yeah, basically. Yeah, where this, yeah, where the, and it's 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 interesting to, um, I I love the the mystery and the and the the wonderment this entry and that that connection kind of gives me, it 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 gives me this like it's it's almost like um like just enough like kind of bait to get me stuck on the proverbial hook, um like thinking about like the connections and the possibilities of what the fuck is going on in this entry like behind the scenes like what we're not seeing. Um, like it, it's telling, it's giving us just enough to, at least to, for me to keep me, keep me wanting to like, think about like the, the meta plot, I guess, of what's going on behind the scenes. So, um, I'll just, I'll just end my actual thoughts here with just, I really hope we do find out more regarding these entries, um, and the story behind them, though. I also wouldn't don't mind if we don't get like all the answers because I don't mind just wondering about like the possibilities of what's going on. But uh, yeah, and I do have another little segment for actual thoughts, but I will save it for after everybody after everybody else is gone. So, uh, Mikey, these stands for evil. Now that I'm done my mad ramblings, I will I will move on. I will I will stay silent. <laughs> all right. Uh, first off, I have to agree with Gamer in Yellow. That the cavern is three nine eight three. Hey, you kept saying the the, the wrong oh, code. Oh shit! I got right? tired of correcting you. <laughs> okay, I apologize. 
It's like Cause... almost a hundred past the one we just read now. Fuck. Okay, that's. Oh, yeah, the, I mean, it makes sense because like it's not the same person doing all these entries. Um. Okay. All right. So that's another way. Um. Here's your yeah. grammar. Yeah. There's there's the grammar position. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm uh, grammar inquisitioning you, cultist. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's dialogue. It's the way the cultist talks <laughs> incessantly. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, this is an interesting en- entity. There is a lot of fodder for uh, game scenarios and such. But um, one thing that I want to know that wasn't touched on in the entry is what happened to Agent Palmer. Wait, what? (laughs) Uh, In the entry, there's an image. Oh, shit. Oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) During initial recovery... Moments before Agent Palmer's transmutation. Oh, oh yeah, that's God. not mentioned at all. What the fuck? <laughs> you dropped the ball there, Can- Cadaver Commander. <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> what did he turn into? What did he transmute into? Did he, just, did he just like vanish into water, or did he like become a like a bunch of like a? Oh God! Like, did he become a school of fish suddenly in inside of a suit? <laughs> whole bunch of worms so he's like a, a walking worm man now or eels even mm-hmm. like to stay with the nautical the the nautical a theme oh i know i was gonna call back to your uh, tabletop games we do oh yeah the worm that walks yeah <laughs> is this the is palmer really petonius <laughs> to, to throw back to our like to one less die and it's and some of our our, our uh, tabletop games that you can listen to <laughs> <laughs> like a year from now when I post those ones. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that aside, like this has a lot of potential for like what happened with this before the SCP got to it. Yeah. Nothing said about how they retrieved it. You're right. We know that this dude or woman, whatever, got transmuted into something but we don't know what <laughs> yeah yeah he got trans they got transmuted into redacted sorry and yeah i'd be fine if it's redacted but there's like nothing saying what happened in regards to them getting this in the first place it's just we have it this is what happens where pretty much most other things it talks about how they got it as well it is kind of odd that they it's just like they found a cool image um and like it's like no like they found a cool like out of out behind the scenes behind the veil of of like the of the fiction like this is a great example of like finding an image and like making building a an scp off of it but then it like <laughs> but then it doesn't give the like the like how the the reco- they don't, we don't get like the information of like how they recovered this thing or like how they found yeah. out about it, like you said <laughs> like, they ah. just built the facility around it yeah, like is this the is, 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 the ocean. Yeah. Like is they had to build the test chamber around this like fifteen by fifteen by fifteen meter uh chamber around this thing. And then they like pumped out all the water. So like the, the D class are actually like when they, they walk over to the uh the anchor, they're actually just walking over like seafloor. That'd be hard to keep people away from that though. Yeah, just that's a random room at the bottom of the ocean. Well that's where you have like the defense turrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that's um, not suspicious. Oh, yeah, no, clearly not. <laughs> um, do Do you have any ideas for like uh like the prequel story, like how the how the SCP might find find out about this thing, or? Um. Well, you could start off with uh, sort of deep sea divers uh, finding it, and then uh, basically attaching it to their ship. And but, then, but how do they put it on their ship? Without... It. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they'd use a claw-like mechanism, or um... that they would have to get close enough to be like within a meter to hook it up, and they'd be yeah. feeling the effects. Yeah, so they'd suffer s- severe depression and be like, "Do I really want to do this?" <laughs> See, I, I would, I would say that like take that idea, like take that premise of like, yeah, this is discovered by some people out on the ocean. Obviously, mm-hmm. maybe this is like, but maybe like the 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 uh, maybe there's some urban legends on the sea that have sprung up as a result of its like power. Like maybe like this thing is like on shallow in near some shallow waters near like a. Uh, near several wrecks. Um, mm-hmm. And like, maybe even like, since it's in the Pacific, we can't do the Bermuda triangle, but we can do the devil's triangle, which is basically the Bermuda triangle in the Pacific. <laughs> um, so maybe this is like somewhere in the devil's triangle. And so there's some stories about wrecks around it that like get people's interest in going to check it out. But people have heard, like there's some stories of like people who have gone down there and they've never returned or they've like, people have found their like, their tank equipment and so that float back up to the surface because like and they don't know what happened to them and then so we then basically this could either be like a you could write this up as a a story associated with this scp entry or this could just straight up be a call of cthulhu or like fear itself scenario uh or like any horror um role-playing system Mm -hmm. at a game where you're the treasure hunters or the, the 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 wreck divers who go down to this area and we get like that we get a we get a nice mix of psychological horror as you are getting closer to proximity to the anchor and then like you watch like steve um diver steve go get like actually make contact and then just like we said just become a bunch of eels or worms or something out of his suit or like his entire suit just like changes and like he it's just him left actually no no now I'll read a quote. Physical contact defined as touching SCP-3898 oh. with an uncovered body part. Mm. I, I counter for that. Um, if the water is warm enough, a lot of divers don't use gloves. All right. There is a counter to that, yeah. Because I think, actually, if you look at the image, he does have a bare hand. Um, and I, I do know that... Like, to me. Yeah, it's hard to see. God damn it, gamer. <laughs> Your t- you you are an SCP entry. <laughs> wow. I, I do. I don't see a freaking hand anymore. I can't even see a hand shape anywhere. How are you saying that there's a human hand or an, an uncovered hand? His hand, like that's touching the the anchor. I'm like zooming in and enhancing. It no, like I can see like there's a little bit of black there, but like I can see like digits like that are that are lighter. You have no. a way higher resolution image than I do because all I see is a black smear. All right. Yeah, he, he has a mechanical hand. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but but Agent Palmer <laughs> has a transmutation when he touches the object. So yeah, well, they sent him down because he had a robotic arm already. But because so it was in, uh, integrated into his like nervous system, like to be used, it <laughs> might as well be a bare hand. Hmm. 
This went one of two ways. Either whoopsie, or he just didn't have gloves on. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, good idea. But yeah, uh, and again, like for, um, yeah, like, so going back to like the scenario, it's like, yeah, the, basically have the characters be in the water when whoever is touching the, the anchor transforms. And then like, holy fuck, roll sand checks, roll stress checks, whatever checks you need to roll for seeing horrible shit. And then you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and then again, like, uh, obviously there's going to be like, you're going to go back up top side, call in for emergency stuff. SCP's already like keeping tabs on everything thanks to their, their global communication tapping system. And then that's where the, the, the black ops team shows up again <laughs> and, and for recovery. And that's where agent Palmer shows up. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of dumb that, Agent Palmer would be touching this barehanded. Yeah. Because if they're <laughs> investigating this, that's because some poor dope <laughs> touched this barehanded. Yep. And that happened. It really is kind of dumb. Unless, like, hmm, okay, I think we just found a plot hole. Because <laughs> either, either Palmer there just is gloved. The, Oops, sorry. It's sorry. just the SCP chapter out of Durplins, that's all. Yes, clearly. Like, yeah. They got it done, but you know. <laughs> Problem is, like SCP, I would I would assume has has a tight control over over recruits, but occasionally, like because of the bureaucratic horror and incompetencies of that of, of bureaucratic bullshit, um, Agent Agent Palmer neglected to to notify them that the, he was a uh, he was born and raised out of out of Durplin. Mm-hmm. So he's like, <laughs> and then just whatever happened to him, redacted. A pool of fish, so a whole bunch of fish just swam out from his uh, his sleeves because he had no gloves on at that point. Yeah, and maybe maybe he didn't completely go. Like maybe just his arm just turned into a a, a, a moray eel. <laughs> Like you know those ones that like those par- <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got snake arms, arms. <laughs> oh god, that is such a uh, such a like in joke callback to an to an RPG scenario. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so I guess for the audience, there's a spell in Call of Cthulhu called Hands of Calubra, where that literally turn your hands into snakes. Um, for like for bite for bite attacks, your arms, not like just that. your hands. Yeah, and when Mikey here, one once upon a time ago, we were running a game, and Mikey had that spell. It was his only spell in the entire uh, the entire game. Why and, did that be your only spell? <laughs> I don't know, Mikey. Why was that your only spell? Because it was useful. Was it? Uh, so when he got when he got grabbed by a monster and was flying, getting flown away like sixty to seventy feet in the air, uh, and then and and climbing, he he used the spell to attack the monster. So he's just like, all right, so uh, so what are you gonna do there, uh, Mikey? And he's like, and then he like in did the did like the wavy hand motions, just like snake arms. <laughs> <laughs> And and ineffectually, because the monster was was immune to venom, ineffectually no. cast a spell that wouldn't help him in the slightest. Uh, and that was the that was the half end of his character. But uh, yeah, it, it got ingrained as a joke among our group for 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 years to come. <laughs> Just hey, Mikey, sneakers. Just eels, but yeah, exactly. Like his, it just becomes. And then, then Agent Palmer became uh, 
uh, <laughs> Eel Arm Palmer. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh God. I, I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. The character like, like, or you're, you're the crew. So the, the story could either be like down in the water or you're the ship crew who, who are waiting for the dive crew to, to come back up when suddenly you get like distress calls from up from, from down there from like the other teams, like we're coming up Palmer's down, Palmer's down. What, what's going on? And then they like, you raise him, you bring him up and like, uh, like go to like, it's like restrain his hand, restrain his hand. What? And, Holy shit. And, like roll Sanchez. Cause like, he's suddenly like got a, 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 a riding. <laughs> like he's everyone to roll <laughs> In character. The eel is telling everybody to roll, roll Sanchez, roll Sanchez. Oh, I see. <laughs> Just even like even the score. It's like, uh, yeah. No, I love that idea. I love this idea of like a, a prequel story or scenario of like how the how the agency discovered the the uh, the presence of the anchor. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, beautiful. I love it. Thank you, Mikey. You're welcome. And uh, that's pretty much all I've got. So on to the game in yellow. All right, buddy. You're up. Okay. Mine might actually be grammar in a way, as I'm realizing. Okay. So pretty early on, it's saying, under no circumstances are Foundation personnel permitted to enter SCP-3898's effective radius. And then it just goes on. Yeah. And so my note here is I hope it brings up the radius at some point, because I, I do feel it should lead with the radius. Because if someone's reading this, it might be because they need information on what not to do with this immediately. Meanwhile, you have to read down five paragraphs to find out that as long as you're five feet away from it, you're fine. Okay. See, I, I okay. So for me, I, I read oh. that within conjunction with the fifteen by fifteen by fifteen meters. I was like, all right, that's the safe. That's the distance of safety <laughs> is the fifteen yeah, but, meters. But, but here's the thing: at this point, I don't know anything about what this entity even is. So it yeah. could be something that like fluctuates in size between the size of a penny and 15 uh, feet in one direction. So it has to be that big, but it's like, okay, that's its containment cube. But what's to say it's effective radius can't be a hundred feet outside the cube, just like it's zone of influence. Okay. That's fair. Also. Yeah. I do see like, yeah. Humans that enter the area approximately five meters from the SCP. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, but like that is also, Part of the, the the show and reveal sort of like mechanic of the SCP entry. Okay, but what was gained from having to wait four or five paragraphs to learn? You can't be more than, or yeah, if you're under five feet from it, you're fucked. I, I can't like, do that immediately. Um, because because it's tied, really, it is tied to the the effect that uh, that has on humans. Um, so they, I mean, I, I I would counter that maybe to put it to put put it on at the front as well would be redundant because like you're going to find out that information as you read because you're going to read the rest of the article i know but i'm reading i'm thinking okay my whole point with this note is not as a reader it's as an in-lore document that a member of the scp would read to learn information on this entity okay like you would put the important shit up front like containment procedures It, it has to be in a cube this big and no one can be within five feet of uh of the anchor which is the effective radius of it of the effects that follow okay well, yeah, it, yeah yeah okay fair enough yeah yeah and it's five okay. meters not five feet I sorry yeah care. that 
Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> we're just we're just grammar inquisitioning each other at this point because this, this is what happens when a story do, when an entry or a story doesn't give us enough grammar issues. Yeah, yeah, it makes us turn on each other. <laughs> That's the psychological influence of this story from like from from indirect reading of their entry that about it. That's the mimetic virus of this entity. Uh, yeah, no, I I I, I can see I, I see your your point. It is also valid because like. A counter to my counter is that like the redundancy of like having that information in the SCP containment in the in the um, wow the SCP yeah the special containment procedure <laughs> um, and in the description just kind of adds on to the redundancy that follows in bureaucratic nonsense. Like we get like under no circumstances a fo- for uh, our foundation personnel permitted to enter the SCP three eight nine eight effective radius of five meters. And then get down to the description, and then we get why that five meter, what exactly happens within that five meter of influence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I've I've turned around. I I, I accept your uh, your uh, your inquisition here. Already then. Yeah, I see. I, I it's a valid point. Uh, there, it, there's room for improvement. Yeah. Well, it, it could also be assumed that if it's a fifteen by fifteen containment unit, that you wouldn't you. By safety measures, you would stay outside of the unit. Yeah. Until you yeah, know they, more about what's inside. Yeah, they're, they're worried that like this thing is like that one other SCP that we did like a while back, where like the influence, like it's 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 uh its line of influence is growing. <laughs> so like, all right, it's it's we figured out that it's about five meters for its uh, zone of influence. Let's back it up a little. Let's back up the containment unit a bit more to give it some breathing room in case it needs to, uh, in case it starts like growing that influence mm-hmm. on, on future tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the only note I got. Final All right. Thought. Okay. Well, before we go into final thoughts, I do have one last little segment um, that I, that I brought, I have to bring up because it's a cadaver commander story and Cthulhu could make it better. <laughs> That's the segment the title. What a surprise. Yeah. So for me, like honestly, like, yeah, King and Yellow, um, Nodens could be behind this, like either or of those entities. Um subjects are are either going off to Carcosa or the Dreamlands. Um hell, you might even be able to use Hypnos, um, the god of slumber, um, in if you want to go if you want a, a deeper cut in the mythos, um than the King and Yellow or Nodens, who are kind of kind of A-list mythos entities, uh, at least in terms of like in in terms of the community, the writing communities that that write around like the Cthulhu mythos and such. Um, also, Hypnos does, I believe, have I think his his story in, one of his story in uh, Lovecraft's writing did. Have, um, I'm pretty sure that was Hypnos, um, who appears uh, to a surrounded U-boat um, at the bottom of the ocean. So, yeah, this could be like like either like the king in yellow, like ex- like uh, basically trying to uh, trying to lure uh, victims to the uh, to Carcosa in this in this new traipsing, uh, sort of like how we brought up with three nine eight three. Did I get it right, guys? Three nine eight three. Three nine eight three. No. Is it three eight nine three? Damn it! it the, the cave one is yeah. three eight nope. nine eight. No, it's Isn't it? it's three nine eight three. Yeah. At the yeah, bottom of the entry. Yeah, because I just scrolled, yeah, I scrolled to the bottom of the entry to find that. Yeah, so it's right, 393. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. One we, the one we did yeah. previously is the higher number. Yeah. Um, like And like that one, I brought up, like, the king in yellow could be the admiral in yellow. 
uh, sort of like the Admiralty of in Yellow. Um, or again, this could be another out the, the presence beyond the anchor could be another avatar of Nodens because Nodens is all about like recruiting for his campaign against his adversaries and like basically sort of like a wild hunt sort of entity where he like bring he brings people into into the fold of his supernatural domain. So um, yeah, I could I could see either or or even like the Hypnos uh, God being used for a if you want to pull this this story in for like a call of cthulhu game or a delta green game you could use those eldritch gods um that are already in those settings as the uh the mastermind or the the force that's powering the this anchor um but yeah that's my that's my cthulhu could make it better <laughs> segment is just uh lower nodens maybe uh, so i suppose we'll move on to final thoughts yeah, this is another entity, another object tied to the previous connected SCPs that by Cadaver Commander. I'm very much intrigued by the mystery of them and the ideas that they all inspire, including this one specifically. Um, we're we're not told too much more; like we don't go too much farther into knowing what's going on exactly. But I don't hate that because what we get here is is just really kind of like more elaborates more on like some of the. Um, like the weirdness that's going on, uh, and it just kind of excite me. It, it excites me and and makes me wonder more about what's going on um, in a good way. Uh, also, regarding the the bottom of this entry page, uh, we actually get a segment uh, or like a section where you can read more entries and even stories from Cadaver Commander, like the author. And I wish more entries actually had that. <laughs> like, Wait, there's actually uh, at the very bottom of of this entry. Um, there is a, uh, a, like a little like pink, uh, like bar that says more from the, uh, more from this author. And then when you click it, it gives you kind of like it, the wiki, like further reading sort of, uh, sort of display with oh, all the SCPs okay. that they've done, all the tales they've made and like other stuff. So, uh, yeah, we got a ton of more, uh, more material to read up because I, I plan on, on browsing that and, uh, and, adding it to our uh to our list of uh of discussable um subjects uh but all in all um i i, I want to give this a recommendation because I, I enjoyed the read and it it uh though you'll probably want to read this if you've read 3983 and some of the other cadaver commander stories because it just kind of builds on what's already been brought up mm-hmm. so that i guess i guess kind of a, a a recommendation with a with a uh a prerequisite. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Uh, the the item is interesting. It's good fodder for a game scenario. Um, the only thing is that I would like more information, like what happened to Agent Palmer. Yeah, um, they. <laughs> I, I honestly, I really feel like that would be like that should be like an incident report in this entry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, all in all, it's was entertaining. So I'll recommend it. All right. And gamer. Uh, for me, reading this was like kind of a bummer in a way, because all the specific examples of depression and sadness really brought this away from horror and just made it feel like a series of short downer stories with like a weirdness of the anchor being there in the background. Um, even that aside, though, this doesn't really add anything that wasn't already in 3983. Although with yeah. the numbering of this, 
being lower than 3983, this happened before the cave. So the SCP found this anchor first and then located the cave that's tied to this anchor after the fact. Yeah. But unfortunately, unfortunately for me, I read them out of order, so it kind of killed it because this story doesn't really say anything that the cave doesn't already say. Yeah, that's true. Like, so in my opinion, I can't recommend this. All right, fair enough. Um, so uh, then, I guess yeah. So uh, two two recommendations, but with some prerequisites. And unfortunately, because of that prerequisite kind of recommendation, I feel like that's why you're not recommending it, is because like you kind of need the, you you read them out of order. So it, you some people might have the same kind of reaction to it. Honestly. Like, Every single thing you've been saying, my thoughts have been the complete opposite. Like you That's saying fair. that it needs the prerequisite, I think it doesn't need the prerequisite because this should be the first thing that they found. Yes. And then this led them to the cave. So you shouldn't have had to read the cave to get what's going on here. And you don't because it's still pretty vague what's happening. So, so it, it's not like information yeah. from the cave story would help you here. Okay. I gotcha. So just yeah. reading this on its own, it would leave a mystery and be like, what the hell is going on? Where are they teleporting to? Are they teleporting? What's this thing it's talking to? And then later on, when they actually find the cave, you get a little bit more information on it. Okay, so me and Mikey have the idea of like, yeah, you need a prerequisite, whereas you're like, no, just read this first. <laughs> yeah, if you read this first, it'd be better. Yeah, unfortunately... <laughs> reading the matter of horror is a problem. It might be. Yeah, no, no, it's fair. And it, well, and that's, it's it's sort of... I guess to me, it's both the hindrance and also the the freedom of the SCP Foundation itself, like as a writing prompt and as a um, as a as a reading uh, like list thing. Because like you might not have discovered, like I like me, I didn't discover this until we read through three nine three eight three nine eight three, and then at the bottom there's a link to this one. I was like, oh shit, okay, we got to read that. Um, <clears throat> But like, yeah, if you were reading SCP like list down the list, like just going down the list of SCP uh, Foundation entries, you'd stumble upon this first. <clears throat> but not everybody reads like that. Some people like to pick and choose kind of thing, right? So like, for sure. But yeah. that's also a problem with the story. All the other con- connective stories, they're all so different, but still connected. Like one is a flying amalgam of. Fleshy, like limbs and stuff. Another one is a, a fisher troll guy. And then there's the cave. And then this one is basically just the cave 2.0 or 0.5, <laughs> actually, because it's before. Um, it's like yeah. the proto cave. But it's basically the same story. It's not separate enough that you can read it on its own. And like, and it's not separate enough that reading them back to back isn't like reading the same story, is what I'm trying to say. I know, I get you. Um... I mean, again, like it's sort of a varying, like different opinion sort of thing. But I do also see the the like the val the validity and like yeah no I I think you should be you should probably read this one first and then read the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, or just this needs to be made a little more bit more clear. unique. Oh, it just needs to be made more unique comparatively to the other ones because, like I said, the other stories that are connected to this are vastly different in their own way. So you're never reading the same story again. Or in this case, yeah. I did. Fair enough. Okay, um, so uh, I guess yeah, read this <laughs> read this one first, but also need some work <laughs> is what I'm mm-hmm. uh, I'm getting from this <laughs> from our from our final recommendations. Yep, um, at least in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so uh, yeah, that was this week's episode. Uh, also, um, so did we guys? Was there any other links in this one? <laughs> Since that was the issue we had with uh, with how we discovered this one was that this one 
that there were there was a, a secret link that we that two of us didn't catch <laughs> last time. <laughs> no, it just I, refers back to the uh, the cave. Okay, mm-hmm. so that means that the next one we have on the roster is SCP three eight nine nine, which is the the one with the truck, uh, and and that mm-hmm. has something to do with that that third that third party option from from uh, from the cave entry. Mm-hmm. So I guess look forward to that uh, next session or next next session next episode, um, and we'll see how that connects to this whole amalgam of of interconnected inter- entries. Uh, so that's all we have um, for tonight. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below if this is posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can talk to us on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W because his name is very long gotta be yeah <laughs> for the admiral <laughs> for the admiral and yeah, sure, yeah um and i'm at review cultist you can also send us emails at al dente rigamortis at gmail.com that's a-l-d-e-n-t-e-r-i-g-a-m-o-r-t-i-s at gmail.com where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas scps spooky internet sightings of creepy things for us to discuss review and talk about if you'd like to help support the show you can go to patreon look up al dente rigamortis and select the back tier you'd like to support us at we have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. To our listeners and the authors of these entries and stories, thank you immensely, because without your listenership, it would be like speaking into the void. And without your stories and entries that you're writing and sharing with on the internet, we wouldn't have something to discuss and talk about and come up with headcanons and shit. And... I'm sad. <laughs> um, or my life would be a lot dimmer. But uh, th- so, so what I'm trying to say is thank you. Um, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Tensor Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. for a little bit of a loop how like not into it i was no not really um like i like i I understand where you're coming from like like what you explained it in a way that's like oh yeah that does kind of make sense like because i apparently fucked up the uh the uh the the roster because i we had well because because of the fumble we had where we hadn't read the because we hadn't noticed that there was a link except for mikey (laughs) so yeah yeah, no it's not a fault on your part because as you said scps aren't necessarily meant to be read in a specific order. Yeah. So if you set them up to be read in a specific order, you're writing yourself into a potential problem. Yeah. No, Everything honestly, has to be able to be a standalone. Yeah. No, I, I honestly think that you you brought up a valid point on um like on a, a valid criticism for this story is that it should have kind of it should stand alone on itself to be enjoyed, but also have and then have like a connection 
like for, to the other ones. Like yeah, you should be like, able to get like the the connections, but not have them necessary. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like I honestly feel that um, the end, the inclusion of Palmer's fate might uh, and 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 uh, like also like how the SCP found this might also kind of um, uh, in, may, maybe make that better or like maybe maybe bring it closer to that because it would it would just help elaborate a little bit more. On, it would focus more on this object and its weirdness rather than um, like maybe it, it might fill in some gaps, I suppose. Hmm. 